Hello, everyone, and welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 46, the Andy Pettit or Aaron Baines episode. I am your host, Tej Butler, as always. Sitting next to me is my good friend, Dill. Dill, how are you this week? Uh, doing pretty well. Wacky Wednesday, you know, hump day. Hump day, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <clears throat> Doge, it was so great to see you over the weekend, but we've got you live from Cleveland today. How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah, it was great to see you guys, too. Appreciate Dill hosting the, the crew there. Had a lot more people than uh, than should fit in a, a two-bedroom apartment, but we made it work. So Worked well. So always a good time, but uh, good to see you guys again in, uh, in just a few days after, so it's been nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are brought to you by the Cheap Seats Network, home of the Clubhouse and the Pick and Roll Report. We've got a great show for you this week. Um, here's what it's going to look like. First quarter, we're going to do our NFL Week 13 recap. Second quarter, we're going to do our Guess the Lines for Week 14 and our parlay, um, <clears throat> you know, for our Bet for the Boys parlay. And then the third quarter, we're going to do our NBA, you know, quarter of the way awards and reactions and just talk about the league and what's going on. And then the fourth quarter, we're going to just talk a little bit about um, FC Cincinnati and the new kit that they just released. So um, really excited to talk about that. But first thing we got to do, as always, is warm it up. So, Dill, I'm going to let you uh, warm it up here first. What do you got for us, bud? Just a quick little hockey update and reminder. Oh, a little ice time with Dill. Yeah, just a little bit, but more of a warm-up today, you know. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, you know, uh, right now, Boston is, uh, is killing it. Yeah. Capitals are killing it. And uh, the previous Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues, are killing it. You know, Tampa's not doing too hot. Yikes. <laughs> But we'll see. We'll see. Early still. Uh, you can turn a, around. About a third of the way through the year. Sure. So Tampa's played like three to five less games than every other team, which is weird. That other, is weird. At least in the uh, so yeah, you win Atlantic five, Division. You win five more, maybe you're right up there. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Doge, warm it up for us all the way from Cleveland. What do you got? Yes, sir. Got some exciting news in the MLB, although we're in the off offseason uh, for, for my hometown team, Cincinnati Reds, that we had a signing of four-year contract for Mike Moustakis. Yeah, so baby. You don't see a whole lot of big names coming in the free agency wave coming into Cincy, but uh, he's, a, he's a pretty popular name, and it'll be good to see him. We'll be putting him in second base, which will be a little different from, from what I'm used to seeing, but uh, I'm looking forward to having him there. It'll be cool to see him in a Reds uniform. Absolutely, dude. The moose is loose in Cincy. The moose is loose. I, I love it. I can't wait. <clears throat> um, all right, so I'll go ahead and warm it up here. Gordon Hayward, folks, starting to take contact drills, looking very good shooting so far after coming off um, a broken hand injury. So I'm hoping he'll be back for the Christmas Day game. Um, but right now, just really taking things slow, making sure he gets back healthy because the team is still dominating without him. But we looked really, really good with him. So... Hoping he makes it back for Christmas, but if not, uh, let's just make sure he gets back and he's healthy. So, looking forward to him coming back, and he's looking good right now. So, moving on here, boys. First quarter, NFL Week 13 recap. Let's go. Topic one, best and worst plane rides home here for Week 13. Um, <clears throat> Doge, I'll have you go first. Yeah, I'll say the, the best plane ride home. Was probably for the uh, for the Titans. Sure, they, uh, gotten a very important win, divisional rival against the Colts going into Indy and uh, making some big moves, putting them at seven and five, which is right up there in the hunt for the playoffs. Which is uh, yep. it's cool to see, and they're playing really well. Derrick Henry's playing out of his mind, and uh, you know maybe maybe taking Mariota out was the right move. So uh, sure. great great ride home for them. Uh, I'll say the worst ride was probably for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Uh, they they really are in a must-win situation. You know, Cowboys aren't playing great, but at the same time, uh, you know, when you go into Miami, you you got to imagine that you're walking away with a win, and I think they just 
you know, maybe came in with that mindset and then, you know, left a little empty handed uh, playing, you know, probably one of the, the top five, top five worst teams in the league right now. So uh, got to be a disappointing ride home for the Eagles there. Dude, that had to be a, a terrible ride home, like, especially because they were up for a little while, too. Like, just brutal. I don't know. <clears throat> Not good. Um, I would say, though, Doge, my worst ride home has got to be the B-E-A-T Jets, Jets, Jets. Who day, baby? Jets went down to the Bengals this week. They did not look very great. The Bengals get their first win. Um, I would say that's pretty bad for the Jets because they've given up some some wins to some bad teams this year. So um, mm-hmm. I think that was probably a pretty bad ride home. Um, sure. Just give me a quick little, like, what's your thoughts on the Bengals win there? Like, um, <clears throat> Do you think we're going to start, like, going to continue this winning streak? Are you ready for the tank? Like, I'm ready to just pack it in and go for the tank now. But, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, they looked a lot better uh, having Definitely. Andy in. I mean, he's he's obviously the better quarterback option there for them. Yeah. We tried we tried some things with Finley, tried to see if maybe he would be the guy. I found out that he wasn't, which was important for us to know. Right. So we got we to gotta look at that position here, you know, soon in the near future. Um, but, you know, I, I wouldn't say that they're they're done winning. But uh, I wouldn't mind bagging a few more. Well, I wouldn't mind bagging another loss or two here at the end. You know, with the Redskins and the and the Dolphins winning helped us a little bit, but the Giants look awful. Right. Um, so they're at two two wins now. So you know, I think the Bengals look good. I don't think they're done winning, but uh, we'll just have to see. Hopefully, the Giants can can bag a win here. It looks like Eli Manning is going to be making the start with Daniel Jones out with a high ankle sprain. So sure. So who knows? Maybe maybe that lights a fire for the Giants a little bit. Bring back the boy. Bring him on home. Who knows? Um, so speaking of a team that you mentioned that one, that's going to be my best ride home. The Washington Redskins coming yeah. back um, in a big win there um, against the Panthers on the road. I think that's a really qual- like real quality flight home for Haskins and the boys because um, they haven't really been so hot this year. And like I said, that was a comeback win. So And the Panthers haven't really been terrible. Either, even though Ron Rivera just got fired, which I thought was a little bit of a shock. I'll get your guys' opinions on that in a second here. But, I don't know. Like I said, Redskins, really quality flight home, I think. Just having a lot of fun, getting a a nice win there. Um, And that's really good for the Bengals, too, because now they have another win. So, patting our cushion a little bit, like you are mentioning, Dosh. Um, Oh, yeah. Dill, real quick, Ron Rivera reaction, and then give me your best and worst plane ride home. So my instant reaction was that he should be the Browns head coach. Wow. <laughs> that was my instant reaction. Just get rid of Freddie right now and bring Ron in. Right now. Tomorrow. Just like, we need him right now. We need that leadership. I think that he has a very disciplined team for those parts. He yeah. always, you know, was competitive. And I don't know why they would fire him this year when they didn't really have much as far as, like, you, you lose your starting quarterback, your franchise guy. Right. So, I don't know. I'm thinking that now that he's out, I think Cam's going to be out now, too. Yeah, I think so, too. I think they're already... They're going to have to... I don't know what they're going to do in the draft, maybe, or for a trade, a free agent, but there are a lot of people uh, up this year, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, for free agent quarterbacks? Yeah. Yeah. So, maybe they'll they'll land somebody, but... I mean, with McCaffrey in the backfield, like, put some weapons around the guy, let him do his thing. You know what I mean? Like, your offense, you have potential. Josh, real quick, what do you think? Sorry, what was that? What are your thoughts on Ron Rivera just getting sacked um, for the Panthers? You know, he's a he's a coach that's taken that team to the Super Bowl. Right. He had like three or four, I can't I can't remember exactly, consecutive divisional wins in the early twenty tens. You know, so he was a good coach uh, with some talented teams, and I think you know. Maybe the systems just weren't there, and they, they haven't had a lot of great success. Obviously, dealing with injuries with Cam Newton, who was supposed to be you know, their star player outside of McCaffrey. Right. Um, he, he was kind of in a tough situation. I don't think he deserves to be the scapegoat, but that was kind of the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, still a solid coach in my eyes. Better than mediocre, for sure. Um, but, you know, yeah, I think, I think he will have a job come next year at the start of the season. 
uh, with another team, and I think he'll he'll still have success uh, looking forward in the NFL. Sure, I think so too. I think he's a pretty quality coach. Um, <clears throat> I know they call him Riverboat Ron because he likes to risk it a lot on fourth and stuff, but still, I think he is a, a quality coach. And like you said, Dylan has a lot of discipline. But all right, Dylan, best and worst plane ride home. What do you got? All right, so. For me, I feel like I'm going to go with my best first because it was one of the first games. Bills at the boys, man. Uh, Josh Allen with the How big about win. them Cowboys, dude? I mean, they're what, 9-3 and three now? I mean, they have the third best record in the AFC, so... They technically can win the division. Yeah, I mean, like, if, you know, things happen in a certain way, but... Um, I mean, the Pats are probably going to win that division. I mean, like, I can't see them losing it. Um... The team that I think had the worst playing right home. Yeah. I'm going to have to say the Chargers. Chargers, really? You had high expectations coming in. You're playing a first-time starting quarterback who just came off of injury for however many weeks. Right. You're playing against a Denver team that shows that they're going to compete, but they don't really have all the talent or they don't have everything always clicking together, right? Plus, so, too, like, they were talking about how, like, they might bench Philip Rivers and Tyrod won't go in. So, like, that's probably a little, dude, here's, a little sad, too. I'm so playing like, right home. Like, oh, man, Phil. Like, that's what I was going to say. Like, Phil, he's just, uh, he continues to, to lose it. Um, in this game, let's see his actual. This game wasn't bad with 20-29, uh, 265, two tutties and a pick. But let's see if he had any fumbles. Did he have any good fumbles there? Do you think that Philip Rivers flies separately because he lives in San Diego, or do you think he flies to L.A. and then drives home? Like, that's a long-ass day. You drive home, I bet. Or do you think he just gets a PJ? And just... No. I think he flies home. Flies home and then drives. I mean, I could see it. So who had the phone? <clears throat> Anyway, yeah, the Chargers with the disappointing four and eight year so far. I mean, yeah, that's that's a pretty after, bad plane right Especially now. after coming back like as close as they did last year and going to dance even further. A lot of people thought they were gonna be really good this year, for sure. But I mean, Derwin James is out. He's a big part of that because he can just right. play every position on demand. But all right, moving on here. Topic two. <clears throat> Who was the team that you think is in the hunt that will make the playoffs? And who is someone that you think is going to fall out of the hunt? So, um, <clears throat> I'll go first here. I'm going with the Titans to uh, to move in to the hunt. I think that they're rolling right now. Um, I think Tannehill's been playing really good for them. Um, and, you know, they just kind of look like they, they wanted a little bit more than some other teams. So, I know that they, they kind of mopped the Colts there, but that game was a little bit closer than you would have thought just because it was – Kind of tight there till the end, and then the Titans ran away with it. Um, but I still think they're they're going to make the playoffs. So I think they'll probably uh, bump in. And um, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not sure he's going to fall out. You have to come back back to me on that one. So I'll swing it over to um, you, Doge. Here, who do you have? Uh, I'll have to agree. Uh, I think the Titans are the team to look at. That's not currently in the playoffs. That'll be bumping in. Um, you know, I think they've been playing great. They, uh, down the stretch, will continue playing great. Um, I don't see any of the teams that are in the hunt over there in the NFC that aren't in right now making a move. You know, the Rams are right there, but they have a tough schedule. they got to play the 49ers again. they got to play the Seahawks again. they got to play the Cowboys, who are going to be in must-win territory. So are the Rams, but I don't know. I mean, I right. as great as they played against the Cardinals this week, you know, they, they've had the Cardinals number for quite some time. So I don't see them climbing in. I don't see anyone in the NFC making a move into the playoffs that isn't already there. So I think the Titans have really got to be the team that's not in, that's going to make the climb. And in the same light, that just means that I think the the Steelers are going to fall out. Sure. On their third stringer. (laughs) Quack, quack, quack. Duck. I mean, if he takes them to the playoffs, that would be pretty wild. I'm I'm with you then. I'll I'll have the Steelers fall now just because I would like to enjoy that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, big deal. You got you shaking anything else up, or is that what you got? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you guys pretty much nailed everything that you know needed to be covered. I feel like as far as what I would say. Sure. So, I was with you on Tennessee. 
probably having a pretty good chance moving ahead, but their schedule have Raiders, um, Texans, Saints, uh, Texans. So they played the Texans twice in the next four wow. weeks. So those are pretty tough games. I mean, they could be like a nine and seven team. Uh, they certainly could just crumble and fall on out. I mean, like I'm surprised you wanna, didn't say the Browns. I. Like I would, didn't you think we're gonna literally probably mop the Bengals twice, please, hopefully, so we don't literally we looking that up pick. right now to the point where it's like you know what they did beat Baltimore once in Baltimore. All right, no. I'm just saying, like that's a game that we're gonna have to win to be in the playoffs. Like that's if we true. don't beat that, I mean, obviously we we have to win out to be in the playoffs. Is that true? Statistically. Statistically, no. But I don't see us. Being, I have to say that's the game you're gonna lose then. I don't see a team being eight and eight. I don't know. Maybe making it in. Maybe I don't either. Dill. That means that the uh, yeah, right. that means that the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Titans would have to lose. Right, quite a bit. Well, I mean, two. They'd have, to, or, they'd have to both go one and three. Right. And Titans Browns have to have the tiebreaker on them both. Right. The Titans certainly could go one and three. I don't know what. What does the Steelers look like? The Steelers play Cardinals next week, which they'll they could win. Could win, uh, yeah, for sure. Well, uh, yeah. They, they go Bills, Jets, Ravens. So they only have one home game though. Yeah, they they're home for the Bills. So what they're at Arizona, mm-hmm. at the Jets, and then at Baltimore to finish out the year. Hmm. We need the the Cardinals to to beat them. That's what we need, because I think the Bills will put them down. And the Ravens. So and the they'll Bills, beat, they'll beat the Jets. This is for who sure. the, this is who the Bills have. Ravens next week. Steelers wow. obviously at Steelers. Yeah. At Patriot. Home against the Jets. I think they the Bills could be sitting there nine and uh nine and six Seven. going Seven. into the Jets Seven. game. And the Browns have the tiebreaker over the Bills. So Wait, how? But the Browns, but the Browns aren't going to get to nine. You think? Do you think they're going to win out? Uh, I'm just saying that that could open they up. Have another, to. I'm saying that that could open up another spot because right now I'm seeing it as pretty much the sixth uh, seat is the only one open. That's how. That's I'm, what. I'm, yeah, for I mean? sure. So it's like scenario-wise for the Bills to open up, um, you know, the fifth and sixth potentially. I think. Yeah. They, I mean. They have some tough games coming up, so we're gonna see what kind of team they actually are. Right, for sure. You know, like for sure. Are they like actually a nine and three, like you know, win seventy five percent of your game team? Right. Or are they just playing the BS Cowboys who haven't beat a team with a winning record? <clears throat> I don't know. I I, I told. I can't believe we bet on the Cowboys. God damn it! Ah, oh, they look I, uh, so juicy at home. Post Jerry, so beat. So beat. Yep. So beat. <clears throat> I don't know. Any I think, other? I think the Raiders are dead. They're dead. Colts, They're dying this week, too. Colts could be in there if Houston nah. deflates. No, because then the Titans have to rise, and then I'd just be the Colts, like... So the only team that the Colts face that... I think the Colts are dead, man, unfortunately. Sorry, Edman. I mean, I did, too, especially <clears throat> after last week's game. Yeah. But those are the teams that are all ahead of Cleveland, so. Okay. I'm pretty sure you got two wins against the Bengals, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that that game at the Cardinals could be a game where we just, like, look like shit. And it's like, that's the game where it's like, we win the other three. It's like, we beat Baltimore twice in one year, and we can't make it to the playoffs. That would be really funny, actually. Like, we have three wins against Baltimore and, and uh, Pittsburgh. Right. We can't get in. That'd be actually assuming that we're five and one. Then you sweep the division, and you can't get well, to the playoffs. Well, no, because we lost last week to the Steelers. That was our first oh, loss. All right, all right. Excuse me. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, that was a huge win for uh, the Steelers last week. <clears throat> sure. Being able to take that to seven and five instead of having three team, well, four teams at six and six. Right. Yeah. Speaking of six and six teams. Yeah. That Thursday night game is going to be interesting between the boys and bears. Right, Just moving on. Let's uh, guess the lines. Here we go. Good segue there, Dill. Second quarter, week 14, guess the lines, Thursday night football. How about them Cowboys at the Bears in Chicago? 
Um, let me pull up my list here on my phone since I did these earlier. But uh, Doge, I'll go with you first. What do you got for this line? I think I'm going to take the – even in Chicago, I think I'm still taking the Cowboys uh, minus – give me minus two and a half. I got Cowboys minus four and a half. Wow. I just don't like the Bears. I don't trust them. See, I think because like the last couple weeks of what they've played and the fact that Trubisky actually hasn't had like a terrible game in a couple weeks. People say their like, defense is good and David – Blau, I think is how you pronounce his name, just torched him. So like, but here's come the, on. Here's the thing on that. So the NFL is all about like preparation and like. Routine, I understand. Right? I they, understand how that works, but come on. Even the announcers didn't have time to prepare. Like they didn't have anything on him. I mean, like I don't know, dude. Like I feel like if the only tape that you have to watch on a guy is like old high school film and like a couple college things, like that's hard. I mean, like you know, give it to the uh, uh, Lions. I mean, Patricia's. You know, he's capable. Give him some credit as far as getting his guys in there and just being able to run the stuff. You also got to count on the desperate, hungry team. And the Cowboys are a desperate, hungry team, so that's why I've got yeah. that at four and a half. So, and I think, well, I, I think the, the Bears made a pretty good adjustment at halftime against Blau. Sure. He came out, he came out and roasted them in the first half, right. but then he didn't throw for like more than like 20 pass yards in the third almost. Like it was, it was pretty ridiculous that he was at like 178 at halftime. Like, midway through the third, he was at, like, 176 because right. he threw a screen pass for a loss. Like, it was... <laughs> right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They made a good sure. adjustment, but at, at the same time, I still think the boys are going to have the favorite there. So you said, I'm with you on the favorite, for sure. You said mm-hmm. minus four and a half, and then yeah. you said, what, one and a half? Two, two and a half. Two, two and a half. All right, I'm going one and a half to the Bears. Wow, sure. Also, you got to think Zeke is going to bust out for 100 yards sometime soon. It's been four games in a row where he hasn't. It's like... Oh, wow, has it been that many? Yeah. Jeez. So I'm saying, dude, Cowboys got to be hungry. They've been shouldering on Dak too much, though. Cowboys minus three. So Doge and I split it. No. You're the, I get that. Doge gets it, yep. I'm in. It's a hot start. I've, hot I've start never for the won. Doge. Today might be the day. Ah, not today, Doge. Come on. 1 p.m. highlight games. Ravens at the Bills. Great freaking game. I guarantee it won't be on TV because that's what they do to us. We'll I get hate Bengals them. Browns. Yeah, we'll get Bengals Browns and then Jeopardy on Fox. Oh my god. I know. That's what's been happening. It's been terrible. Dude, they oh never have god. one o'clock yeah. NFL games on Fox. It's so brutal. Um okay, I've got Ravens minus seven here, even though it's at the Bills, like they're just been flexing on everybody. I know that they barely squeak by the Niners, but the Ravens are good. I got Ravens minus seven. Philly? I think Ravens uh, Ravens minus seven and a half. Wow. <laughs> I wanted to do a half, and I wasn't sure which way I was going on. Sure. I was going six and a half percent. Doge? I'm taking the Ravens minus six. Sure. sure. Ravens minus six. He's hot. Yes. He's hot, folks. Hot oh, hand. gosh. Get to the hot hand. Uh, all right, hot hand. 49ers at the Saints. Oof. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a game you want to be on TV as well, but probably won't. Be. All right, give me, give me 49ers minus two. I've got Saints minus three. Can't bet against the Saints in the dome. Sure. <clears throat> Even though Niners are super good. Big deal? Saints minus two. Saints minus two and a half. Dang. So we split that one. The Saints did not look great against the Falcons on Thanksgiving. That was what was kind of deterring me. They did not, but I I just that's I know that they like to do the Saints home field, just whatever. I don't know. Maybe they didn't like the 49ers last week, which it was a weather game, I feel like. And you're playing Baltimore. They were saying that that was possibly the Super Bowl preview. Right. I agree. I think I would take the 49ers game. in a bet, but I just figured that people were going to say Saints minus three. Sure. <clears throat> All right. Bengals at the Browns. Um, Dill, what do you got? Browns minus nine. I got Browns minus five. I'm going to say Browns minus six and a half. 
Browns minus eight and a half. Ooh. What? Wow. Hell yeah. That might be some cheddar doge. Jeez. Tease that up even. Get some more points. Wow. So that's Dill then. Yeah. Some Browns minus nine. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yep, I know my brownies. Get out of here. Get out of here. It is in Cleveland. Get out of here. Um, okay. So who is that then? Your guys are tied right now, correct? Two, two. And I got one. Mm-hmm. All right. Colts at the Bucks. Dill, you're hot. Same Bucks minus three. I'm doubling down on that with you as well. You going for the parlay triple dish? Ooh. Um, Bucks minus four. Oh, I thought you were going to six. Bucks minus three. Dang, <laughs> nice, T. All right, so I got two. Doge has two. Dill has three. This is heating up, folks. Heating up. <laughs> heating up for the four o'clock games, baby. Here we go. Good comp. Chiefs at... Patriots. Um, I'm going to go Pats minus two here. Doge, who do you have? I've got the Pats minus three and a half. Ooh. Dill? You guys are kind of close. I almost wanted to say an even on this. Wow. You know, Almost? Almost. But... <laughs> But I can't do it to the Pats, so I was going to go with minus three to the Pats again. Just run it back. Pats minus three. God damn. Dale's right on the money. He's going to run away with this thing. Well, maybe not. Let's see, Doge. Got Come three on. left. Titans at the Raiders. Dale? Mm. This is a tough one. See, check time. Because these teams are going in opposite directions. Yeah. But it's at rate. You know what I mean? So it's like there's some dynamics here. Right. I think I'm going to go Titans minus one and a half. Wow. I have Titans minus three. Doge? Titans minus four. Woo! Titans minus three. Ugh. On the money. Oh, Here I opened my mouth too soon. It's quickly falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> hot start. A hot start. Four, three, two. Oh, brutal. Um, here we go. Two games remaining. Yeah. Seahawks at the Rams. I'm gonna go Seahawks minus three. Dill. I was gonna Hawks minus four. Dozier. Hawks minus four and a half. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a bet we're taking. Seahawks plus one. <clears throat> wow. Seahawks plus one? That's crazy. So is that mine then? Yeah. Let's go. Four, four to two. Oh, coming down to the wire. Giants, Eagles. That was Sunday night, by the way. That was a Sunday night game. I forgot to announce that. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> That's a great Sunday night game. It is. I'll be up for that whole one. Definitely. And our game's not plus, 10 20. Plus so. one? Come on. They've been now. doing them pretty dirty. I'm, they have been kind I'm of hoeing like, the Seahawks. It's been, you know. It's been working for us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's been in our favor. I'll take it. Um, Here we go. Monday Night Football. <sighs> Giants at the Eagles. I've got Eagles minus four. That's super funny because I was thinking either Eagles minus four or Eagles minus three and a half. And I, was, I decided three and a half. Yeah, did you? <laughs> Doge, what do you have? Eagles minus three. I'm, I'm going with four, too. Giants? Eagles minus nine and a half. That's ridiculous. That's absurd. What? No uh, way. Yes way. I'm That's looking at ridiculous. it right now. They just lost to a two-win Dolphin team. Yeah. They're about to go play another two-win team. Yeah, but if you they're thinking why? Eli Manning's about to be That's buns. What I'm like, I mean, maybe they, maybe they're like, yo, they're putting Eli back in. Guys, this might be okay, this if we can tease two games up, the Bengals and the Giants just get 
a 15-point line with the Giants and then a 14-and-a-half with the Bengals, that would be cheddar. But I don't i got to double-check if we can do that. I think you have to do one up and one down. We'll see. On the side, at least. I know with your, with your homie around the corner, you can do whatever you please. Yeah, bookie. <laughs> but, all right, huge. Let's go, boys. That's a win for me. Really weird line. But, okay, so let's go bet for the boys parlay. What are we feeling this week, gentlemen? Let me read the rest of the lines for you. Um, <clears throat> the Redskins are plus 13 at the Packers. The Broncos are plus 9.5 at the Texans. The Panthers are plus 3 at the Falcons. The Lions are plus 13 at the Vikings. The Dolphins are plus 5 at the Jets. That could be one. The Colts... Minus 5. No. They are? No. Whatever that says doesn't matter because this is where we put them in. I know. I just... Yeah. No. Oh, you said you said Dolphins plus. Yeah, they are Never plus. Mind. Never mind. I'm with you. Yeah. Giants minus. Or Jets minus. Yeah. Okay. I just read it. Get out of here, guy. Come on. Um, okay. Chargers are minus three at the Jacksonville Jaguars. No, I'm not touching that game. <coughs> no, um, Steelers are minus two and a half at the Cardinals. And then we said the rest of the games. So I think Seahawks, and then the what was the other one I liked? Dolphins. The Dolphins. I think that would be, and I, dude, I don't know. Ravens minus six too, potentially. I don't know. You yeah, can talk Panthers me. Panthers getting, you Panthers can, getting points against Atlanta could be a good look. I also, this is so funny. We're like, we like so many bets. Maybe we should just chunk them all together and just say whatever. Because I feel like the Cowboys have to beat the Bears. They absolutely have to. Like, they have to. I don't know if I see it happening, though. So, I don't know. I mean, is that, a, that might be a money liner rather than the, the three points. Just but, like, that's basically, like, the same thing-ish. <clears throat> I don't know. We'll talk about it off of the air. Until, until it's not, and we look at like, the score, and we're like... Again, we'll, we'll post our, our bet for the boys out later in the week, uh, whatever we pick. But I think right now we're leaning towards... The games that involve Cowboys-Bears, we had Panthers-Falcons, Dolphins-Jets, um, Seahawks-Rams, and then... No, that was it, right? Did you have yeah. one? Yeah. Still? That what you wanted to add? Or no? I mean, those are all pretty solid. Yeah, I think the Browns are going to cover that. Where is it? Oh. Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know. Probably by a touchdown, I would think. More At home, just I think that they're going to be able to score some points on <clears throat> And he might be feeling it, dude. John Ross is back. I guess he almost died. Did you see that thing? What? His art, he, like, he, like, apparently his chest injury was, like, a near-death experience or something. That's why he's been out for so long. Baker's still limited in practice with his hand injury for the yeah. Browns-Bengals game. He'll be in. He'll be in, but think. it's just throwing hands. He'll be fine. I'm telling you, as uh, as old cousin Sal would say, let's throw that in the teaser basket and think about it later. <laughs> teaser basket, good enough for me. Teaser basket. <clears throat> Instead of an Easter basket, it's a teaser basket. Easter teaser. Sure, that'd be a good bet. All right, boys, let's move on. Halftime here. So, Dill. Let us know where we can find all the Cheap Seats Network stuff. All right. So I'm going to keep it easy. For the Cheap Seats Network, the lovely host of the clubhouse, and the pick and roll report, and the Trevin Teach basketball show. Yeah. I don't know what you guys actually call it now. I mean, I it's kind it's of it's the NBA show. It's just like a talk show, huh? Yeah, I think it's just Trevor Teague, NBA, you know, chat, I don't know. Lovely host. Workshopping the name. So, on Facebook, it's the Cheap Seats Network, just how it sounds. You can type it in. Sure. Might autocorrect it. 
to the Cheap Seats Network. Twitter is at the Cheap Seats SN for Super Nice. Super Nice, okay. Super Nice. Super Nice. Oh, Super Nice. All right. Mike Titan. Jesus. It now. If he's listening, I'm in. I'm not, dude. I'm not I'm not backing you up in that fight. So no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying if he's listening to our podcast, I'm in. We don't make fun of him. I'm not making fun of him. We just did apologize. He makes fun of himself. Apologize. Right? If he was listening, Dill, we just lost him. Yeah, right. <laughs> apologize. He makes fun of himself. No, but all right, whatever. Mike, we apologize. Don't listen to Dylan. Sorry, Mike. No. Mike, we apologize. Doge. Get, tell us where we can get some Clubhouse stuff. You can find us on Facebook, The Clubhouse, with Clubhouse being all one word there. On Twitter and Instagram, you can find us at Clubhouse underscore TCSN for the Chief Seats Network. So give us a follow, give us a like. Boom. And ladies and gentlemen, big announcement here. Coming soon to your inbox, potential text message, maybe an email. You know, could be in a DM. Yep, could be in a DM. You never know. A potential survey for some Clubhouse merchandise. I'm currently wearing one of our Clubhouse t-shirts. We'll get some uh, some photos of that out. We're going to have a sweatshirt as well and uh, potentially a koozie. So, you know, fill out the survey. Let us know what you want. And then um, we'll get a big order out and we'll, we'll get them shipped to you. So looking forward to having some gear. It's going to help us raise money, you know, for uh, potential, you know, upgrades for, you know, the podcast itself and then more gear then maybe some other trips and other things like, you know, I know Doge needs a mic up there. You know, he's just tuning in via iPad right now. We want to get to some other Cheap Seats events and get some other gear for you guys as well. So um, <clears throat> that and any other donations would be really great. So we really appreciate you guys listening, and thank you so much. Moving on to the third quarter. It is the NBA's, you know, quarter of the way reactions. So we're about 20 games in, a little over 20 games. We're going to do some awards and just, like, some reactions of what's going on. Um first thing we have topic one let's just go through who are your top five teams in the nba right now just like give like a power rankings um if you will so start with five and go to one uh yeah start with five go to one bill since you're five you can start it's on five (laughs) (laughs) all right well on that note uh we'll go ahead and, and uh all right we'll start with five here so with number five, yep, I think Toronto. Oh, sure. The Raptors. They've been, they've been good for sure. Nick Nurse. I mean, he's still good. You know what I mean? Like he's he's shown that he knows how to coach. And obviously, last year with the championship run, that he you know uh, finds ways to win in different ways, and they definitely proven that both this year and last year. Uh, Siakam stepped up nicely. With the uh, absence of Kawhi, which uh, I, I think that he had, you know, it's something he had to do. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he needed to take his game to the next level, and it's cool that he has. It's good that he has. So. I agree. Yeah, he got paid. got to play like it. Oh, for sure. He's been a machine. No doubt. He got number four. Or should we all do our number five? Yeah, go around. Go okay. Around. Uh, my number five, homeboy Jimmy Bizzle shares the last name, Jimmy Butler. In the Heat, they've been looking really good this year. Um, but I've got them at five. I think there's some just better teams than them right now. But they've impressed me, so I would put them in my, my top five. Doge? Okay. Sure. Sliding in my, in my number five has been one of the, the most fun team to watch, fun teams to watch, or at least teams you got to catch when they're playing, the Dallas Mavericks. Called the, it. The Luka Doncic. <laughs> I was thinking about putting them up there, Doge, but... They've lost a couple games that I just kind of was like, what? Sure. Which is why. Fair enough. All right, Doge, wrap it around. Give us your uh, number four here. My number four coming in after that is going to be the Boston Celtics. Sure. <clears throat> sure. They uh they play well. Um, they have some really good guys, some young guys still. Um, the other the other teams I have up above them. I don't have them above them by a lot, but uh, if if I have to put them in specific rankings, you know, I think I'd put them at four for now. Sure. 
Yeah, I flip-flopped on this, but um, I'm going homer here, so I'm going to have to go with the Bucks and leave the Celtics for later. But Milwaukee Bucks right now are on a tear. Giannis looks like a beast. 50-point game the other night. Uh, you can't leave them out of your top five. So I've got them at four. I'm sure they'll be hovering around the top five this, the whole season. So big deal. Yeah, no, I'm in agreement with you. I think the Milwaukee Bucks, number four, even though they only uh, <clears throat> have three losses so far, they also went on a 13-game winning streak. So they were 6-3 and three, and now we're 19-3. and three. Sure. So <clears throat> they, you know, if you have teams that are going to be this streaky, though, I don't know. We'll see. Sure. All right, uh, give us your third, then. Number three. The... Boston Celtics. Let's go. I don't know. I just think they have a full team. Um, obviously, Tej, you know that. Yeah. Oh Stevens yeah. is also a guy like Nurse, where he just knows how to win. Yep. Needs to find that championship run, and I think that the team they have now is this is the best team that they've had for sure. We look like you know we're having mean? a lot of fun too. Other than like the couple playoff series with when Isaiah just went off, you know, yeah, he's I mean? a machine. But even then, like. We weren't ever going to win. This team not against the Cavs. Maybe, but like, like, I don't know. I doubt. There's a lot of good teams. So, we'll see. I'm not saying anything because yep. they're having a good season. Yep. Sure. Number three, Boston. <clears throat> um, I'm going with the Los Angeles Lakers here because I will never pick them ahead of the Celtics, even though they are one of the best teams in the NBA right now. So, I'm going... L.A. Lakers, LeBron and A.D. are everything is advertised right now. They are machines. The rest of their team has actually looked a lot better than I thought they were going to. So, hand up. Danny Green's been killing it. Um, you know, hand up with some of the other guys, too. Rondo, um, Kuzma's been good. So, uh, <clears throat> I was wrong about those guys, but we'll see if they can do it in the playoffs for sure. But right now, the powerhouse of those those two guys is definitely working. Um so I've got the Lakers there. Doge, what about you? Coming in at number three for me is uh, the Los Angeles Clippers. Ooh. They got a good star duo. I love Lou Williams. Uh, but I think I've got a couple teams that are a little bit better than them right now. Wow, exciting. Um, dang. Wow. Go with your then uh, number two. My number two is going to be switching over back over to the east and saying the Milwaukee Bucks. Wow. All right. They're super good. Dang. Yeah, um, dang. We'll figure out. They play Friday. Right. Coming in, boys. <laughs> the Boston Celtics, number two. Um, they've been looking really good this season. Very impressed with how they've been playing, especially with Gordon Hayward being out right now. Like I mentioned, he should be back soon, but hasn't really hurt our team too much. So loving what we're doing. Really exceeding uh, my expectations for the season so far. Um, Dill, number two. The Los Angeles Clippers. Wow. I don't think that they've ranked number one yet just because some of the games they've lost. But granted, they haven't had their full squad the whole time. So sure. I think this could be a very good seed for them at the end of the year as well. You know, number two overall to the team I have number one. The other LA team, wow. the Lakers. I think LeBron's too good to not put them at one. Like he's still, he's. Even, I mean, he just has gotten better again. You know what I mean? In a different way. Like he, he looks knows, good for sure. Like I don't know. So they look really good. The MVP that I thought he was going to be last year with the team is transpiring in this year. You know what I mean? With the sure. team, with the roster they had sure, this year. Sure. Like the the mm -hmm. roster they had last year with how things blew up. Like it never had a chance. Right. Totally. And the injuries never had a chance. Right. Brandon Ingram, by the way, honorable mentions, having a killer year. Dominating down there. So that's, killing it. that's who I expected to be on the team last year right. with them. And kind of like a Well he's got the ball a lot more. He like found a place a little pointish. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean he's definitely uh, uh got the handles and can shoot the ball a little bit, you know. Right. Stroke it. But I think with A D it's they're such a powerhouse and they have enough right now to win in the regular season. To have a, a killer record for the year. Right. So. <laughs> All right. Double entendre. Right. That was funny. All right. Number one for you. The New York Knicks. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, 
Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> <laughs> the healthy Los Angeles Clippers, I think, are the best team in the NBA right now. Um, they look really, really good, and when they want to turn it on and play some really scrappy D, um, they can. And then they have Kawhi and Paul George who can get you, you know, 30, 40 points a night if they want to. And then also Lou Williams who's going to get you 25 walking off the bench. And now Montrez Harrell's kind of doing that too, more consistently, at least getting you kind of 20. So their team is really, really good, and I think that they are the best team in the NBA right now when healthy and not managing their loads. <clears throat> Doge? Best team in the NBA? I think the best team in the NBA is the Los Angeles Lakers. Sure. The, the, the addition of Anthony Davis is just absurd. He's they, so freaking good. There. They had the king, and they, they brought in AD, and AD's looked, in my opinion, even better than LeBron, and they've both been playing unbelievable basketball. They haven't, so even, they haven't even hit their peak whatsoever, you know what I mean, like as a, as a functioning machine. Like, that thing's going to be even more... Well oiled up. Oh no doubt, yeah, and they, I'm sure they've got a trade or two in them as well. You right. know, add like another shooter or something. So, oh yeah, like an Ian aggressive like a, defender type. You know, yeah, or like, a, or like something. Chris Paul maybe. Dwight Howard has surprised me. He's been making plays on both Dude, sides. Dude, okay, this is perfect into our next topic here. For awards for our awards. So, who's impressed you the most this season? Who be your MVP and then Coach of the Year? So, honorable mention for me, I didn't put him as my most impressive. But Dwight Howard, for sure, has been crazy. So I don't know if that was going to be your pick, Doge. If so, carry on. But No, not not necessarily. Um, you know, I think my my most impressive player, uh, well, that's not going to be my MVP. Correct. Uh, is, is still Trey Young. Oh, uh, sure. Play, playing unbelievable basketball. Not necessarily winning basketball down there in Atlanta. Yeah, right. But uh, still at such a young age, just hasn't uh, just unbelievable range with ball and makes some really good plays has incredible court vision when he's making just some really wild passes some schoolyard ball too really fun to watch uh i'm really impressed with trey on yeah he's been awesome this year for sure i know dill's peeping him for mvp and a couple earlier pods so he's been always hitting me with this score line it's been really funny to to hear all the 30 35 39 37 so he's definitely been really good um i would say for me Somebody that Dylan mentioned earlier, Pascal Siakam, has been incredibly impressive. Um, really kind of filling the Kawhi role, just taking over exactly what he did. Uh, looked like he learned directly from him. Kind of similar, in my opinion, to uh, Victor Oladipo learning from Russell Westbrook in his little short stint um, in at the Thunder. He came out the next year just looking like a totally different guy. Not that Siakam looks like a totally different guy. But he like is able to really control the ball and like take take over a game where he wasn't really doing that last year. So um, I think he's really got the Raptors in a good spot after 20 games. So he's my most impressive guy. Um, so for my MVP, then um, gotta be Kemba Walker. Uh, no, kidding. Um, it's James Harden for me, no doubt. I mean, 39 and a half points per game, 60 point game where he sat the whole fourth quarter, um, getting a ton of assists. Um, he's really been incredibly impressive, and you think that he can't keep scoring more points, and then he just does. So, um, Somebody said that a, an interesting bet this season would be, do you think James Harden will score 90 points? And like, if he would have played in that game, he could have temp- like, potentially hit the 90. I don't know. Like, Yeah, one really <laughs> high-scoring overtime game. Yeah, right. He could get there for sure. Right, especially if like he's getting to the line. Especially if he's getting to the line. If that would have been a close game... And then he gets to the line, you know, those extra 10, 20 times, and then he's still hitting threes. Like, he could have gotten to it. So I think that's an interesting bet to take. But either way, he's my MVP so far since he's not getting a lot of love. Doge? Doge? Doncic? Dojic? My MVP is going to be Luka Doncic. He's he's playing unbelievable. I mean, he's obviously the catalyst for any success that's going on in Dallas right now. He uh, he averaged a triple double in the month of November. The only other players to ever do that are Russell Westbrook and Oscar Robertson. Yep, thirty point uh, triple double. Huh? Thirty point triple double. Thirty point. Sorry, yeah, that's Excuse ridiculous. Me. Either way, that's nuts. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's even more crazy. Right. Yeah. So, only players to ever do thirty point triple doubles in a month. Um, I mean, he's just playing unbelievable. Last night, he had thirty three points, eighteen rebounds 
five assists in three quarters. Jeez, oh. He's he's just playing unbelievable, and uh, dude's only like twenty. Right, it's insane. And like, you got to think him and Porzingis really haven't like similar to like LeBron and AD. They haven't really like figured it out yet either. So like, that's gonna get better and better too. So like, they're gonna be exciting this year. Yes, um, and he's dominating. That step back is Phil the Dill. Who's your MVP? Yeah, I mean, I think the MVP right now would uh, would have to be Doncic, just from the way that he's able to control that entire team, and like he's the one who keeps them going. You know what I mean? Like sure. they pretty much roll with him, you know, as he goes, they go. And so far, he's been going. So right, just uh, I don't know. Mark Cuban definitely found a good little European right. prospect to fill right. in Dirt Troll, which sure. obviously is a different player, but. Um, a little mini Dirk. Yeah, I mean, just a lot of similarities in the way that they are able to help the team win. Sure. Know? I'm surprised nobody went Giannis just because he's been really good too. But you know, he'll, I'm sure he'll fill out his resume even more with the season. You know, like he's just a machine. Either way, he won it last year too, so it might be a little like you know, all right, well he got yours, you know. Right. Because he, I don't know if he looks like a back-to-back MVP, you know. But, I mean, yeah. he's looking really good either way. Um, Dill, Coach of the Year, who you got? Final award? Did I say people who – are we just doing uh, people we like to? For awards? If you want. I mean, if you want to do it, people you like, yeah. I, I just did those couple. I'm just where, Whatever you want. All right, so – It doesn't really matter. We're just talking about the – just wanted to give an update. By the way, Trey Young with uh, 39 tonight. Every day. 39 and 10 assists. But anyway. He might be um, a good scoring title guy. Dude, Spencer Dinwiddie. Dude. Nets. He is he's just playing really well. this year. Super good, dude. Um, but between him and then Tyler Hero and Kendrick Nunn for the Heat. Yeah. Like those, those two have been, been really surprising. nice. The Hero can just stroke it. He's a, He can just score. Right. Um, he can manufacture points, which is cool. Because uh, coming out of Kentucky, he was expected to kind of be that guy. So, uh, yeah, but those three guys are, are my honorable mentions for maybe most improved and or rookie of the year. Sure. Uh, as far as coaches, I'm trying to think of, like, where people are. I got one if you want me to Yeah, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It's got to be It's got to be Frank Vogel, man. Like, for the Lakers, like, brand new coach, you know, He's dealing with two, you know, they're not gonna. You're not gonna call them superstar egos, but it's like LeBron does come with like a little bit of, you know, weight. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's just like it's LeBron's team. You know, it's not your team. That's a little, just a little different. So, and then Jason Kidd's also on the staff. So like that's been a little bit interesting. People have said so. I think it's got to be Frank Vogel for the start that they've had. But I don't know. I don't want to steal anybody's thunder, so I'll wait. But I have an honorable mention at the end if if not. So. Yeah, I have one. Go ahead, uh, then Dill. Right back to you. All right. Sorry if I cut you off here, Doge. But speaking of the Heat, Eric Spolstra. Sure. You know, yeah, they've been really good. Solid guy. Solid guy. <laughs> they've had a great start for sure. Jimmy Butler looks like he fits in very well down there. Doge. Uh, yeah. No, you did not take my thunder. Uh, I'd say that. My opinion, coach of the year right now should be uh, Nick Nurse. Sure. You lose your best player from last year's championship team, and Kawhi Leonard arguably was, you know, best player in the league, if not, you know, top two or three. Um, and you still are fifteen and five. You're nine and one at home. You're still finding a way to to get winning basketball, uh, even after losing your your all around best player that you had on your championship team last year. Right. Um, yeah, so honorable mentions then for me. That's a great one, Doge. Uh, like, definitely a quality spot. Um, honorable mentions, got to go with Brad for losing two of his best players, and then Aaron Baines, and then also Terry Rozier. So, I mean, honestly, three starters and one of your top five or six, like, rotation guys, and Terry. But, obviously, we got Kemba back. But then the real guy I was going to shout out, because I just wanted to give a little Celtics love there, is, uh... Monty Williams down for the Suns. They've had a great like you know start, better than people expected. I know they've kind of dipped off here a little bit, but um, hopefully when Aiden gets back, they'll be able to kick it into gear and maybe they can sniff at the playoffs. But I doubt they'll actually make it to the playoffs. So 
But they've been more surprising to me than I expected for sure. Um, <clears throat> any other shout-outs or awards you want to wanna give? I've got one here at the end here. Just uh, really exciting to see Isaiah Thomas like getting after it again for the Wizards, and he's had a couple good games. So that's been really cool to see him get another chance. Um, and then, obviously, I'm going to have it later, but little Carmelo shout-out will be had later. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Hashtag stay mellow. <clears throat> Moving on here, boys. Fourth quarter. Going to be a pretty quick one. It is a exciting day here in Cincinnati. FC Cincinnati has got a new kit that they just revealed. Um, it's a nice white kit with the blue Mercy Health um, on it. You can check it out online. We'll uh, Maybe we'll post a picture of it potentially. We'll see. But either way... Um, it's got some really nice, you know, cool Cincinnati things with it, um, around the, the neckline, um, is the Cincinnati motto, um, I think is, uh, Junka Juvant, which, uh, means like togetherness, or I believe you Google that here, stats team for me. Um, <clears throat> I forget the exact term. I know that's together is like part of that. And then also on the back neck is the little, um, lion, that um, FC has kind of adopted as one of their like kind of mascots um, with the sword. So um, that's a nice blue line with the sword on the back, the Griffin. Um, so I'm really impressed with the jersey. Really like it. Um, Doge, what do you think about the jersey? Yeah, uh, I like the look. You know, Adidas did a great job. Uh, obviously, you know, with with having them as you know Adidas being a German company, you know honing in on the German roots of Cincinnati. Right. They're fresh kits. They, they look really good. Um, you know, hopefully look good, feel good, play good. Play good, It'll maybe. Translate right. a little bit onto the field this year. Uh, but uh, I think I think they look really good. It's a good look. If anyone listening at home hasn't gone and looked at them, give them a little peek. They're a fresh kit. They're super nice, for sure. Dill, what are your thoughts? Are you still stats teaming this? Uh, as far as the jerseys, I thought the ones last year um, didn't seem they looked like rushed. sophisticated. Right, they were kind of like I don't know. Right. So I think this year they had a little bit more time, obviously, to kind of go through everything. Right. Hopefully, these jerseys will play a little bit better. Right. You know? right. Please, yeah. So, let's just do that. So. Did you peep the stats team or no? So it's a it's a motto. Right. Okay. Cincinnati motto, right? Yeah. Okay. So what exactly you, are you looking for? Yeah. Like what, what it meant? Mean? What it meant? Junta Juvant or Junta Juvant? Yeah. You pronounce that right? That means strength in unity. Okay. Oh right, right, right. That's why it's the ignite unite. So I was kind of right with I was right with it together, but it was unity. That's I'm wrong, of course, but had the overall picture. Either way, dude, that's pretty cool to have on there as well. Like. I like that they really took the time to make it Cincinnati, not just like a, a jersey. And then the blue one, uh, I don't know if it'll be blue. I'm assuming it's going to be blue. Um, it's going to be out in February, I think on the 19th. So really looking forward to that uh, jersey release party. I'm going to hopefully go with some of the boys and old Johnny B, my dad, um, and hopefully pick up a jersey at that one. Hopefully they'll have some ready for them that time. Um, but... Uh, I'm going to have to then pass it on here, I believe, unless you have any other thoughts, anyone on the jersey. or Is there anything you wish you would have added, like it could have had, potentially? I think that if you would have been able to, instead of do like the diamonds in the background, right? do like a bunch of those like lion heads or something. Oh, that would be cool. With like the kind of like off-white, you know what I mean? So it's like right. just in the background, like the, the diamonds are. Right. Some sort of like underlying pattern. You know what I mean? Where it's like, we kind of show you who we are, but, like, underneath, this is really who we are. I think it would have been really cool to have, like, um, the MLS patch on one side, like, one sleeve, and then, like, the Cincinnati flag on the other sleeve. Like, real, like, get real Cincy with it. Or, like, I don't know. Either way, it's a really sweet jersey, and it's a lot bigger and a better upgrade than, than last year. All right, buzzer beaters, boys. Let's, let's wrap up this show. Doge? I'm kicking it to you. Where do you want it? I know you can. You're gonna knock this one down. Boom! All right, give it to me in the corner. Oh, for Swing sure. It. 
You got laser it. pass right to the chest. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, I shoot better than fifth ranked Virginia did tonight because Ooh. they they lost by twenty nine to unranked Purdue. Boiler up. Virginia only put up forty points. Yikes! It's a bad look. They uh, they had another bad game here recently. I'm gonna have to go stats team on this one and, and pull up their their most recent scores. But yeah, no, I know Virginia's always been kind of focused on you know playing you know conservative, control the speed of the game, control right. possession, you know knock down shots when you can, get good looks. But they just haven't seemed to be be able to really knock down anything. So Doge, uh, they've had uh, in November they had one two. Uh, three games scoring under fifty points. Exactly. In yeah, their specific, in the their specific last in their last three games specifically, they've scored forty eight, forty six, and now forty in con- like concession. Huh. Yeah. So they only granted they played Maine and only gave up twenty six points. Yeah, that's what I was gonna <laughs> so say. So there's that's some defense. Like you're only allowing. Okay, so they allowed fourteen and twelve. So you're only allowing. I mean, I know it's thirteen and a half. But like that actually is like pretty That's damn crazy. close to thirteen and a half. Right. Um, to be ranked number five and to play against Maine, you should be dropping at least seventy points. You should be, it. yeah. You like, should be smoking them. To not even break fifty is absurd. They lost to unranked Purdue by forty, dude. That's crazy. So or they only put up forty. Excuse me. Yeah. So their their three point percentage against Maine was thirty three percent. Their field goal was thirty eight. Sheesh. The Maine's field goal was 18. Yikes. And then 19 from three. And they were 5 of 5 from the uh, free throw line. Suffocating defense. So they never held a lead. Virginia's biggest lead was the end of the game when they won by 20. Sure. So I don't know. I mean, I think they'll be fine. They have to obviously <laughs> figure things out because they just lost by Purdue or lost by 29 to Purdue. And then they play number seven, North Carolina, who's in a grudge match. Or not a grudge match, but like a... Grudge match. Yeah, not a grudge match, but... um, The ACC Big Ten matchup? Yeah. So, big matchup there with uh, OSU and UNC. So, I can't imagine Virginia being able to take on North Carolina in Mm -mm, this next game. Not after like that. Right. Virginia hasn't played a single ranked team yet this year. That'll be the first game they play against a ranked team, and I don't see it going well for Virginia. I can't believe that they were five. Right when you said that, and then I looked at what you just said, I was like, "Yikes!" So like, either way, we gotta we gotta move on. This is Western Beater. We can't yeah. talk about Virginia. They're beat. They just lost by twenty nine. They're getting too much airtime. The reason why is nope. because a lot of teams are losing this year. I know it's it is true. There's there a lot of weird, not lot of many losses undefeated at the beginning. Slides. But anyway, either way, get them out of here. Boo, boo, boo. Be better. Big deal. Where do you want this one, Buzzer Beater? Uh. Just a little bit left of center at the top of the key. Sure, as always. There you go. Bringing in here, Gus Johnson for the big noon championship game. Wow. Super excited. These players are freaking nice. Nice. These guys are looking good here today against Madison, Wisconsin Badgers. Let's play some football. Big noon championship. At 8. At 8 p.m. Fox. On Fox. Live from Indianapolis, Indiana, the heartland of the Midwest. Sure, sure, sure. Tune in live, folks. Gus Johnson here. Why, did, why is it big noon and it's at 8? So, uh, it's just a thing because they normally do big noon games. Oh, but now they're doing the 8 o'clock one? Now this has got to be the Big Ten at 8. Oh, the Big Ten at eight chip. The Big Ten at eight chip. The Big Ten eight the chip. Anyway, as far as I know, oh yeah, babe. I'm pretty sure uh, we have exclusive tickets there. Yes, sir. I mean, I wouldn't say exclusive per se, but we got tickets, so uh, we're gonna peep that out. Hey, when you keep pumping out pods like we are, the pod, you know, the the company has to give you a little kickback. So thank you to the Cheap Seats Network. Got two tickets to the Big Ten Championship, courtesy of the Pick and Roll Report, yeah. guys. They, they're a little jealous of what mm-hmm. we've been doing. They tossed the tickets over like, hey, you guys deserve them. Keep pumping them out. So 
Shouts out to Pat for hooking that up. Looking forward to going to Indy to catch in this, the game I already saw again earlier this year, uh, Buckeyes, Wisconsin. So I'm going to try to be a little bit more sober watching my Chase Young experience this time. So <clears throat> going to scout him out for the Bengals. I'll send my info to Zach Taylor. See what we can do. That's going to be a good game, hopefully. Probably not. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping I mean, so. What do you think? Briefly. I think Ohio State is going to smoke them. Yeah, me too, unfortunately. <laughs> like, I think I think that Wisconsin, after that loss at Ohio State, just has not been the same. No. And I think that they know that. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, shit, we have to play the team we got, like, that basically ruined our season. Right. Like... Any Doge. chance of going? Sure, sorry. No, you're good. Doji? Who do you got in that game? I've got the Buckeyes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's going to be We're, a bet we might have good. to place, too. I think that's only like 13 for the line, which is like, come on now. Yeah. It's in a dome, too. No right. inclement weather. Right. A couple other big games this weekend, but, you know. I was gonna say we're gonna we're gonna have to either we're gonna have to do a reactionary pod. Oh, for sure. We'll get have to do like a get. We'll do a little little setup for the. We're just a college football. A bowl pod. Week. Yeah. A big bowl pod. Yeah. Big All right. Bowl pod. Last second shot. Got to give it over to the corner to my buddy Mello. Awarded Player of the Week Western Conference first time since 2010. Safe to say Mello is back and seems like to be a decent fit for Portland. A lot of people hating on him for getting that award, but I really think he has had you know a pretty good season so far and has been pretty impressive considering the guy's been out of playing for what, a year and a half, two years. So um, stay Mello, baby. I love seeing it. Hopefully he uh, continues and they make the playoffs and he has like an impact a little bit, you know? Yeah, so. I saw that it was, uh, I think, is the first Blazers forward to win that award in five years. I could hear that. I could see that. Good for him. Good for him. Love it, Mello. We love you, fans. Thank you for listening. Doge, thank you for being on. I appreciate it, buddy. Of course. Thank you for having me, boys. Absolutely. Big deal. Thank you for being on. Yep, yep, absolutely. And, uh, Mike, if you're if you're still listening here, um, no hard feelings. Um, you know, oh obviously we love, uh, we love that you're listening to the pod. And, and shout out to our other fans internationally. Still don't apologize to Mike you know? Tyson. I just did. I mean, I guess you said thanks for listening. We didn't like apologize. I said thanks for listening, and you know, no hard feelings with that. Like, oh, all right, I guess. You know, I'll see you on the floor sometime, big guy. All right, thank you ever for thank you everyone for listening. This is the clubhouse.